Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that re-watches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. I'm Alicia Thayer. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And today we are finishing up our talk on Iron Man 2. And just to start with the Wikipedia summary for what we'll be covering this time, or what we'll be talking scenes about for this time, is... Uh, when Tony learns Vanko is still alive, he places the new element in his arc reactor and ends his palladium dependency. At this expo, Hammer unveils Vanko's armored drones led by Rhodes in a heavily weaponized version of the Mark II armor. Stark arrives in the Mark VI armor to warn Rhodes, but Vanko remotely takes control of both the drones and Rhodes' armor and attacks Iron Man. Hammer is arrested while Romanoff and Stark's bodyguard Happy Hogan go after Vanko at Hammer's factory. Vanko escapes, but Romanoff returns control of the Mark II armor to Rhodes. Stark and Rhodes together defeat Vanko and his drones. Vanko seemingly commits suicide by blowing up his suit. At a debriefing, Fury informs Stark that because of Stark's difficult personality, S.H.I.E.L.D. intends to use him only as a consultant. Stark and Rhodes receive medals for their heroism. In a post-credit scene, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Phil Coulson, Phil Coulson reports the discovery of a large hammer at the bottom of a crater in the desert of New Mexico. Ooh, a hammer. That's mysterious. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's obviously the place uh, where they're going to build the next Hammer Industries uh, building, right? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, uh, the one that's there already isn't going to be torn down in a half a flight of... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Um, Al, do you want to start oh. with your top three or your third moment third place moment for the move for the third part of iron man yeah yeah so yeah so my number three is uh the part where um so again part of the the big fight uh where mm -hmm. um roadie has uh war machine was uh his machine was hacked by by vanko and so he was chasing after after uh stark iron man and the so number th my number three is just a part of that. It's at the end of it when the the fix for for you know unhacking War Machine was essentially to just reboot the suit. It was turn it off and back off. It made it sound like there was a little more, but not much. Right. Yeah. Like there's no switch and, on the outside, so Black Widow had to do it. But really, it's just mm -hmm, turning on exactly. and off again. <laughs> yeah. I will commend how ha quickly she hacks into that because I assume Jarvis was in that suit at some point. Well, I mean, yeah, Vanko probably just well, had something, and she went and closed the window, and it was no longer, no longer, uh, hacking him anymore. Right? Probably something yeah. easy like that. No, because we see her later having hacks stuff. She hacks things in a, in Winter Soldier. We see oh, yeah, her she hack hacking capability again. Yeah, she she has that ability. She knows that stuff. Yeah, I'm just saying that, you know, if it was one of those things, it, it might have actually just been a simple fix. Um, yeah, but this kind of thing, yeah, this, this kind of thing makes me wonder, does Stark have to do that a lot with the Iron Man suit? Does he, like, oh, he's trying out new things, he's mid-fight, oh, great, now I'm going to be off for the next 20 minutes. Oh, why did I have to release an update for the Iron Man suit? <laughs> you gotta think, in Iron Man Part 3, um, in Iron Man 3, not Part 3, in Iron Man 3, uh, he has 42 new suits. There had to be some bugs someplace. He'd have to oh, probably God, get yeah. stuck with a power-down suit and have to walk home embarrassingly or have <laughs> to um, 
just pop, stop and it restarted and Jarvis just messing up. Jarvis even has bugs in Iron Man 3, which is why I like Iron Man 3 probably the best out of these three Iron Man movies. Yeah, I was going to say, we do see some of that in Iron Man 3, though. Yeah. Even though I have yeah, one I major more problem with that. Iron Man 3. Yeah, but <laughs> we'll talk about Iron Man 3 when we get All there right. in a couple uh, of Well, is that it for you, Al? Uh yeah, uh, Alicia, that was that was it for me. So just a uh, just a small part of uh, okay. of that scene. So I figured All no right. one would punt that. Yeah. yeah, um, probably nobody's gonna punt mine either because mine comes at the uh, the near the end of the movie because um during where he meets with Fury. Yeah, mine comes with the him his reading over the uh, report and he kind of sort of argues and sort of doesn't with it, and then he goes. They're going to hire him as a consultant, and his first response is, you can't afford me. Yeah, right. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, likes, and, he likes still being in power, definitely. Right. Well, I think part of it is he kind of feels rejected at, at, at this, and this is his way of still staying on top. And then uh, he goes from, well, I'll wait the fee for a small favor, and that leading into the next scene, I just, I, I like that. It, it makes me laugh. Yeah, where Stearns gives him the medal. And then yeah, it, but, isn't it annoying what a little prick can be? <laughs> it reminds me <laughs> of how he is at the end of Civil War when he puts Ross on hold just because he can. And he's he's a little embarrassed about probably how he ended stuff with Captain America and doesn't want to admit that he failed. So he's like, he still has the power. He's going to put Ross on hold at the end of the movie. Oh, of course. Just yeah. watch a little light blink. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was even a All joke right. in that movie too, right? Like he, he even <laughs> told Ross at some point, "Yeah, I like to just let the let it blink." Yeah, give me a call. I'll put you on hold. But he also said that at the end when he knew he was going to turn against Ross, like right before he meets with Bucky and Cap in their in the Soviet base. So he's mm. like already writing Ross off at that point. Like up to then, he's respecting him and trying to do what what he wants him to do. Yeah. All right, Tony, what's your third? All right, my third is Hammer taking Avenko's pillow and shoes and his bird. Because I think it just shows how petty Hammer is and how he has absolutely no control over the situation because Venko doesn't care about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, I like it because he's like, we're going to take all your stuff in this room that you have nothing, so we're going to take... Your bird, which was a little important to him, but it's not really his bird, because Alicia thinks he killed his bird. <laughs> and the, your shoes and your pillows. Like, it's, that's the last thing I could take. And it's just how, like, it's the opposite of what you were saying about Tony, was um, even in his own home, Hammer has no power in the situation. Oh, God, no. Yeah. And just reminds me of... Uh, like my worst points as a teacher is like you're if you fall into that trap of arguing with a child, which you should never do, it's just like, Well, I'm gonna take away your recess. Well, I don't care about my recess. Well, I'm gonna take away your lunch recess. Well, I don't care about either. It's like they take your power away. That's what Venko's doing to um Hammer. It feels like a, a Hammer is a uh, younger sibling. Like mm-hmm. for for me that I have younger siblings, if I feel like this is like something my younger sibling would do, they'd be like, "Yeah, I'm mad at you, but I can't really get bad at get you, so I'm gonna take away every little thing that I possibly can that I know I won't get in trouble for, or I won't push yeah. you too far with." 
Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, so yeah, my right. number three um, wasn't super exciting. Well, Tony, do you want to start with your number two? This is, um, my number two is War Machine mm-hmm. and Iron Man versus Whiplash and the Hammer Drones. So I okay. chose that because it's it's the first time that uh, Iron Man's really working together with another hero. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's him kind of realizing, again, kind of like with uh, when he got part of the cure from Black Widow that he can't do this fight alone. And he doesn't know all the tactics. Like, he'll argue right here with Rhodey, where he'll defer to Captain America in Avengers because he learns from this moment. Okay, yeah. Well, I I do know that he he may not have exactly worked with Rhodey before in the fact of actually being fighting together with him, but we see in the first Iron Man that he kind of sort of works with him by getting him to call off the the um, fighter jets. Well, yeah, yeah but that's but a completely the... different kind of. Oh no, go ahead, Tony. No, I was going to say the same thing. Al, it's uh, it's completely different by get everybody out of my way compared to mm-hmm. fight with me and we'll use the strategy together. Um, especially when they use their uh the super blast thing where they put the repulsors like we did at the mansion. Mm-hmm. But to put repulsors against each other. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's a cool thing to watch, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely a great uh, effect. Um, but one of the other things about this that was kind of different from the first one was also in that first one, Tony was very much telling someone what to do, right? He was still trying to, you know, be the, the man in charge because he's the smartest person in the room kind of thing. And so, yeah, this is the first time he can't be or isn't or is at least, you know, it, it's out of his usual realm. Be. Yeah, out of his he usual still realm, does but... a lot of it, though. I mean, he tells Rhodey to get down. Well, yeah, because Rhodey doesn't have anything. What actually gets him in trouble is when he doesn't listen to Rhodey and they're in the kill box and then just surrounded. So he has to use his. Oh, one no, 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 no. That's my number one. Stop, stop. Shut oh, up. No, 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 no. You mean punch. I, gotta, so I need puns. to punt that sentence, Tony. I need to punt that sentence. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay. Uh, so I don't know what happens to the drones. I mean, I hope we find out later. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to go lead into the next part with mine then. So my number two is uh, Pepper finding out that Tony was dying. Oh, we're well, going to punch out. Uh, oh, you're oh. punting that? I'm punting. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Pun- but you already said your number one was part of the other yeah. part. So you can say that's also my number yeah. two. Well, no, that's that's part of my number one. There's, uh, it's not. I mean, it's not an individual scene, and I'll explain that. You know how I cheat. You you guys heard me in the other podcast. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I'll let you punt that one. All right. So then, go for your number two because you punted mine. Or your multiple right, number two, as so, I'm expecting. No, no, there's, it's 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 number one. Uh, anyway, so my number two is uh, um, it's when. They're, they're still kind of being chased by the drones. So, well, when Stark is being chased by them, but uh, Rhodey is still under the control of being hacked by Vanko and everything. Um, mm-hmm. It's the part where um, we see Vanko essentially luring Iron Man somewhere. So we see on this screen that, that Vanko has that uh, really looks like an old you know 80s video game kind of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But he has all these lines kind of pointing in different things, and they're different colors, which made me assume that those different colors are the different types of drones. Because earlier we saw 
um, just about every branch of the military is getting their own hammer drones. Uh, everyone mm-hmm. except the Coast Guard. But uh, in this case, <laughs> that's the one everyone forgets about. <laughs> uh, but uh, in this case, we're seeing Vanko actually thinking about it. And so th- that kind of made me think that, you know, Vanko might have, you know, been able to give them better aim because he's not really hitting Iron Man that much. Kind of makes me wonder if all of that was really just leading Iron Man into some spot where Vanko will then later show up in his suit and, you know, just finish him off and kill him there. So it kind of seems like that whole thing was just a plan for that part. Yeah, just him herding him into the Oracle Garden. I don't know what that thing is. The Oracle Garden Dome thing. Zen Garden Dome? Uh, (laughs) I know it's an Oracle on the side of it, really big, so... (laughs) It just looks like what I would think of, like a Japanese garden sort of thing with the stream running through the middle. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, so... so... So yeah, it was it was just that part, and that's all I had for my number two. Okay. All right. Um, well, then, do we want to lead off with Al's number one since he punted there, and that way we can talk about my number two at the same time? Sure. And the rest all of right. my number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So my yeah, this is how I do things, guys. I'm sorry, but I keep. <laughs> So, my, so number my number two one is... is from the first part of the movie and the third part of the movie and the second part of the movie, but not in that order. Right. All right, go ahead. Well, I mean, I can't mention anything for the next movie yet, so I, I have to do it this way. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, so, so um, you know, when I cut Tony off there, right there, when I had to punt that, was um, it was basically when, when uh, Rhodey and Stark are arguing inside of that Oracle Dome. And they're like, no, we have to do this. And Stark says, no, no. And then they argue too long, and then they get surrounded, which mm-hmm. is kind of that theme for the movie, which um, also leads me to you know that part that Alicia was saying there for part of her number two, when when Pepper finds out that Stark was dying, right? It's it's very much the um, Tony Stark making, or really just not caring, right? Or not caring in, in a bad way, but I mean not caring as in... Um, Oh, yeah, that's right. That's an important thing. Eh. See, I don't I don't think that I think he knew it was an important thing, but he knew that people would either ground him uh, or be overly concerned and he didn't want them to worry about them. I think this is his more. uh, Oh, God, what's the word for it? I suddenly blank. Uh, his more compassionate, more sensitive side showing up, and the fact that he didn't want Pepper or anybody else to know that he was actually dying because he didn't want them to be concerned about him. Um, And he didn't want them to be just stressed out over that. And so, especially when he leads into the the comment of, I was going to make you an omelet. (laughs) Like, that fixes things. (laughs) Alicia, I really think you're giving Tony way too much credit. I know I, I am, but it's it's how I think. Yeah, no, I think he's like, I'm going to handle this myself, or I'm going oh, to... Oh, no, I totally or, get that. Or I'm going to die and not have to deal with anybody worrying about me because I don't want to deal with other people's emotions. That's what no, I think Tony's I, mind is. I think he, he's, he want, definitely wants to deal with it on his own, but I think a little bit more of it is he didn't want people to know. But yeah, I, but I think he didn't want people to know because he didn't want to deal with other people worrying about him or other people 
uh, just emotions. Like, when someone's worried about you, um, you take that part of yourself, or a normal person, I'm not sure Tony would do this, but uh, would take that as a part of yourself, like, don't worry about me, everything's going to be fine, but he doesn't want to deal with that. He wants to focus on just the problem. Eh, all right. Yeah. Anyway, um, also part of my number two was uh, the fact that he ends that conversation by saying that he's being attacked by a hemorrhoid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember hearing that and going, wait, 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 what? What did he just say? <laughs> yeah, so. like, uh, my big thing with that section is, for me, I'll, I love character arcs and character growth, and the fact that we can see Tony in more movies than any other character, mm-hmm. or um, and the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, we get to see all these characters grow. It's just his one of his first steps in his arc to being a completely different person at the end of uh, Civil War, which is our last one we can talk about where he's in it. I stand by that. Of character growth. I stand by that, and we'll talk about that in Civil War. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, uh, then um, I guess I'll go with my number one. Um, my number one is the uh, Natasha Romanoff fight at the Hammer facility. Hey, that's my number one also. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Internet so, high five. Yay! All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I like, I definitely think that's part of my my favorite scene out of this whole movie just because it's literally starts with happy going in punching the first guys he sees natasha walks right past him Mm -hmm. and then takes out like 20 other guys and then ends the fight by walking past another guy and just macing him in the face yeah well yeah it's it combines my two favorite things that you've heard me talk about which is one is a hero showing off his powers Mm-hmm. And that's in or her powers in the situation, and then duality where the tough guy Happy is thinking he's being all successful, k- kicking one guy's butt, while Natasha takes out. I wish I had my notes from our old format because I actually took notes of like the ten or twelve people she took out at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and then all I I she gets better like Civil War, not Civil War. I'm sorry, uh, Winter Soldier. She shows off more mm-hmm. of her abilities, but this is the first time you really see how much of a badass she can be. You see her combat skills in this one, but you see more of her espionage in uh, in Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, and uh, a little bit of her, or a lot of her interrogation in Avengers. Oh, yeah. Both Loki and that first fight scene against the Russians. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. And uh, and one of the other things about her her combat skills uh, being very different from essentially every other uh, Marvel hero we end up seeing is uh, she has no problem killing people because it looked like she killed the security guard by by hanging him um, in oh, the yeah. scene at oh, the absolutely. end. He was I mean he was struggling, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't get away. They don't they don't show them going back for him. No, yeah, unless happy, happy pulled him being down. Like, oh my god! Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, happy biting the guy. Oh, the he, him doing the uh, Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, that just that's just like. Well, that's kind of a reference doing? to the the boxing scene where um, Tony does what is a mixed martial arts has been out for two weeks, 
And then mm. Happy goes, no, it's Dirty Boxing. It's been out forever. <laughs> so he's doing Dirty Boxing. He's doing the classic Mike Tyson Dirty Boxing of buying a man's ear. All right. So um, I All actually right. have one <laughs> article. I haven't watched time. enough boxing for that, so. Okay, so does anybody have any honorable mentions? Yeah, I've got uh, I've got one. Does anyone else yeah. have any? I've got two. No, I've got nothing. Oh well, it's because you crammed nine into each one of your countdown. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm efficient. <laughs> or cheating. <laughs> All right, so Alicia, you'll do one, then I'll do one, and then you do the third one since you've got more than I do. Okay. Um, so my first one is Natasha changing in the back of the car while Happy is driving to the Hammer facilities because A, fan service, B, um, Happy <laughs> is pretty much the epitome of everybody who has, uh, Scarlett Johansson in the backseat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna... Man, woman, <laughs> gay, straight, it doesn't matter. No, it does not matter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes. So, uh, my honorable mention is just one small part after the end of the final battle when uh, Tony and Pepper are kissing and then Rhodey's just right there. They don't know. Someone's just like, uh, you look like two seals fighting over a grape. It's just <laughs> yes, like, I, I like, I like uh, Rhodey just being a friend and teasing Tony. It's not like in the first movie where they're, they seem pretty, they're close, but they're pretty professional. And these ones are right. just like two guys making fun of each other. This one feels like they have more intimacy. And especially he's like, get your own roof. And he's like, dude, I was here first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. Okay, uh, my last honorable mention is the scene where Vanko shows up in the final fight. And Rhodey is like, I got something for this guy, the ex-wife. And then he fires it and it does absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, hammer check. Like... Yep. <laughs> I mean, what what did they expect, honestly? I, I don't know, but apparently he Rhodey expected more from it than that and got nothing. Yeah, he's lucky any of those weapons worked that whole time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... All right, that's the end of our countdown. So we have... I have a few Easter eggs. Most of the Easter eggs happened, like, earlier in the movie, but does anybody have any Easter eggs before I go down my considerable list? No, I don't think so. No? Are you sure, Alicia? Because there's one big Easter egg in here you've been bugging me about. I don't remember what it is. It's Peter It's Peter Parker. <gasps> oh my god, Peter! That's right! Stark <laughs> Expo! Oh my god. It's Peter Parker the Stark Expo. So, this is um like a retcon version of a um Easter egg. Because mm-hmm. the story goes during the press tour, Tom Holland pretty much asked Kevin Feige if he can confirm, like, if... Holland could confirm that he was at Stark Expo because it's been like a fan theory for a long time. And Feige right. was like, yeah, whatever. Why not? So now then... he... Yeah, so yeah. the kid wearing the the Iron Man mask was uh, Peter Parker, officially, in canon. And then he... he was a... Hmm? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, he was a stupid kid. Yeah, he was. But <laughs> yeah. he's brave, which shows up later as Peter Parker. Like, he takes a bunch of risks that he doesn't need to be yeah. taking. And we can't do spoilers for Spider-Man yet, but he is a stupid kid. He did try to fight Captain America in Civil right. War. So, it, it goes with his character. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you have a middle arm? That's so cool! Yeah, right? <laughs> Right, um, uh, and then the other one, the other one is is mm-hmm. the hammer. Is the hammer? Yes, yes, yes the yeah, hammer. Can I talk about that now? Go yeah. talk about the hammer. Okay, so uh, we we get 
the mention of something happening in New Mexico, which we know later comes into the next movie, which I think we're reviewing, is Thor. So we get uh, Mjolnir. Mm -hmm. And Coulson goes off to handle that, which I have a headcanon thing for that. Maybe a headcanon, but I don't know. uh, That Coulson is actually, while being part of S.H.I.E.L.D., is part of uh, the Men in Black, and his father is Agent K. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that that meme online. Yeah. (laughs) I heard you have a problem in New Mexico. You want me to send some of the boys? No, Dad, I think I got it. (laughs) No, that... That'd be funny, especially since we know that Agent K was in World War II, because he's... Exactly. Yeah, he's in uh, Captain America. I'll have uh, to so... see if I can find that meme and post it on our Facebook, so yeah, everybody can have it. So I've got a couple more. Okay. Uh, one is Superhero Landing number four. Yeah! When, when Tony arrives at the hammer panel. Just like... <laughs> He should have done it the other way, so towards the audience. But he did it towards Hammer, just because he meant business. Right. Yep. And they got to show off. Yeah, right? And then we have a few in the um, in Tony Stark's meeting with Fury. We've got, like, right behind him, mm-hmm. there's, a, um, there's a big map with, like, places of interest. Mm-hmm. So they've got, um, they've got California, which I'm assuming is Tony. And they right. had the East Coast. It's like it's a big dot, so I oh, can't tell. Oh, that's right. So I that's, remember this one. That's um, where the Hulk is happening, and they have the um, at the same time we get screens showing uh, the Hulk's uh, fight in Virginia, the college. Mm-hmm. But also they have um, Greenland, which makes me think maybe uh, where they last saw Captain America going north. Mm-hmm. Uh, Norway, where they know. Uh, the Red Skull found the Tesseract. Mm-hmm. Then they have uh, Africa, which is probably Wakanda. Yeah, it is. And then the middle of the ocean, which is most likely uh, Easter egg for Atlantis, for uh, Namor the Submariner. Which, oh. um, at that time, because this was right before Disney had bought um, Marvel, they were still mm-hmm. making deals with other companies, um, Namor is owned by Universal Studios. So, which means, just like we won't get a Hulk movie, we probably won't get a Namor movie anytime soon. So sad. Well, that's gotta be a... That would be a really weird one, Namor getting a movie, because uh, I I would assume that they're not allowed to use the word mutant, because he is a mutant, um, because Fox has all those rights. Yeah, but Hmm. there's something in the contracts where they can, because they can use the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Which mm-hmm. were both mutants. Well, I think they sort of got to use Quicksilver. That's why he ends up dead. Yeah, I think they it... could. They had the rights to the Scarlet Witch, but I, I think they kind of got partial rights to Quicksilver. I think they've got partial rights to both of them. I think it's the fact that they also had were using Quicksilver in X Men: Days of Future Past. I think the year before they were like, mm-hmm. well, "We're going to use them because they're brother and sister. They're good together." But get rid of them quick so we're not confusing a lot of people. Right, At yeah. least that's my theory. Because I know... That, I agree if, with that. Yeah, if they got only, like, some of the rights, they wouldn't, like, be able to use something, like, they wouldn't use his name or his powers or something. hmm But, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know what their contracts look like. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the end of my Easter eggs. Like, the end of the movies, we have already talking about talked about most of the Easter eggs. Okay. So, yeah. So, um... 
next, Al, we have our what if question. Yes, yes, we do. And today's uh, what if question is, uh, um, it's actually a little bit different. So uh, this one's going to be a bit more of a discussion kind of thing. So instead of our, our normal, what would a character do? We're going to do something else. It's uh, what would you have named Iron Man 2 if it had a subtitle? So, for example, uh, in Captain America, it's Captain America, the first Avenger or Thor. The second one is Thor, the Dark World. So uh, oh. Iron Man 2 was just Iron Man 2. So mm. what would we do this? So us, the three of us. Okay. So who wants to kick it off? Anyone have any preferences? Um, I'm trying to think. I've got an idea. Um, okay. Iron Man, Iron Man, a case of the hemorrhoids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iron Man, secrets of the past. Iron Man, secrets of the past. That's a, that's a little close to secrets of the ooze for me, which is not a very good Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, really? You. Okay, was the best of those three. (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay. I'm definitely in the minority one because I love time travel. So the third one's my favorite. Oh, I got one. How about instead of how about instead of secrets of the past, secrets of the father? All right. How about um? I thought one earlier was uh, Iron Man Two, Attack of the Drones, because you know you want to think of the best Star Wars movie. Which oh. is episode two. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> please, please, please don't send me no. Facebook or emails. It's just like, no. that's not. <laughs> uh, how about you, Al? What do you got? Well, any kind of number two, I'm, I'm always a little partial to Electric Boogaloo. So, you know, Iron mm. Man 2, Electric Boogaloo is, you know, I think it rolls off the tongue really well. Um, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have a really good idea. I mean, you know, when, when they kind of do these things, they, um, they have this, this like title that they talk about but it's kind of a small part right like thor the dark world yeah sure the the bad guys come from the dark world but that's it that's all we ever really see mm-hmm. um yeah. captain america the winter soldier yeah winter soldier shows up we don't really see much and uh, that that's one of those things that kind of it feels like they hype it too much ah. by putting it in the title mm-hmm. so um if i were naming it i'd probably call it something like you know iron man 2 Oh god, this is why I suck at making names. Um <laughs> Revenge of the Sun. Uh No, no, I'd probably I'm avoid just tossing that. titles up. <laughs> I, was, Sorry, I had to think about it, like, yeah, a son did have revenge, but no. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you guys are reminding me of back when I tried to run uh D and D games with friends and, mm. and I would have to name things like a city or a person and, and I would just write down Big City 1, Big City 4, <laughs> Small Town 7. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like, seriously, as serious as this podcast gets, like, the more recent uh, Marvel movies, the surnames have been based on famous comic book arcs, like Civil oh. War or The Winter Soldier. It's, like, my favorite Captain America arc. And Ragnarok's a big arc that happens yeah. in the movies. So I'm um, like Iron Man. It's only really two, though. I could go on. What <laughs> <laughs> other ones are the arcs? Because we get Guardians of the Galaxy two is just Guardians of the Galaxy two. Uh, we got Spider Man Homecoming, but that I don't really think that really was an arc in the storyline. Um, yeah, and then we true. got what? 
I, I really think Age Civil of Age War... of Ultron. Age of Ultron is was yeah. a big arc. Uh, just, yeah, but they didn't just, do it properly comparatively to the comics. I, I'm not saying they did it properly. Because right. Civil War, like, the co- the comic is not like the movie. Fair Only enough, Iron Man and Thor. It's just they take movies from uh, famous comic book storylines. They're taking bits and pieces of the storylines and tossing yeah. whatever they want at it. So, which isn't a uh, bad thing to do. Like, for me, um, Iron Man's... I mean, the closest one I could think of would be, like, Armor Wars, where they're competing, like, doing an arms race for the armor. Yeah. And Iron Man Armor Wars, I mean, that's... There aren't a lot of real famous Iron Man arcs, and that's the problem. Like, there's, like, three possibilities for the next movie, because well, they, like, mix up three um, storylines. Right. Well, in Iron Man, uh, Tony Stark doesn't come reveal himself to be Iron Man until way, way late oh, yeah. in the comics. He he stays secret identity for, like, days. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But... Yeah, just a ti- but a title for this movie is like maybe this is the problem that the studio had. Was like I don't oh. know. That's why we're just gonna call it Iron Man Two. I got one. <laughs> yeah, Iron uh, Man Two: The New Element. because it can do- be, it can do, it can, it can both reference the element he creates and the fact that Rhodey gets a suit and becomes ends up becoming the uh, Iron Patriot. Iron um. War Machine, Iron Page. Whatever. Next movie. <laughs> <laughs> he beca- ends up becoming that. Okay. So I could see that. It's not. I. It doesn't have that Marvel feel. I think. Eh, I'm not a Marvel. Yeah. I mean, like I love I love Marvel movies, but I'm not a I'm not a film person that's naming this crap. So I'm just going off what I think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, for yeah, from a, a seriousness perspective, you know, my my first thought honestly like you Tony was was Iron Wars um or Armor Wars, Armor Wars. Um but uh you know they you know another thing they could do is kind of um this one was pretty big on teasing Avengers type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of wonder if if maybe something like um you know, assemble the Iron Men because you know you have Iron Man and and uh, War Machine right there, something like yeah. that. Maybe a play or, around with the words right there to you know not sound as stupid as what I just said, but you know mm. something in that range or something like well, the Iron Avenger to go with the first Avenger. Ooh, that would that would have been cool. But the only problem I see with uh, Al's thing is we don't get Rhodey in the Avengers movie. We don't get right. him in he, the big he's battle. Not, he's not in the second one. Yeah, but uh, I remember back. When they announced Captain America the First Avenger, that they were going to call it Captain America the First Avenger, uh-huh. I was actually, for me, because I like it, I like a pattern, I like them all to match, so I was like, I just want them to be Captain America, or I want them all to be like a certain type of Avenger, like Thor the Mighty Avenger, Iron Man the Iron Avenger. Ooh, yeah, that would um, make sense. Incredible Hulk, the angry, green, big, giant Avenger. But... <laughs> Okay, the I hungry, haven't thought the hungry that Avenger. The, the, <laughs> the, the hungry Avenger. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yeah, if they named all of them some type of Avenger, I think the Iron Avenger would work. Mm-hmm. And no, then we I agree. Get... All right. So, did we come to a consensus, or are we just like saying it's impossible? Yeah. It's just Iron Man two. <laughs> I think we have too many different opinions. I think I think I do like your Iron Avenger one. If we keep with the first Avenger thing, though, so. All right, so I'm going to say Tony wins this game that was in competition until I won it. 
Oh, 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 I see. <laughs> now I don't agree with you. <laughs> if, 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 if you guys won, then it wouldn't be a competition. But if I win, then it was a competition the whole time. Oh, yep. I see now. That's, that's my that, Tony that's Stark coming out. That's how it's going to be? Yeah. That's yeah, my Tony right. Stark coming out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, so now we have to do the ranking because this is the third part of the Iron Man movie. Yeah, Iron Man 2 so, movie. So, so Al, can you, re- can you recap our extensive list, Al? We have our definitive rankings up on our website at mcurewind.com slash movie-rankings. Um, we have two movies. Uh, in first place right now is Iron Man, number one. And in second place, a very, very close second place, was The Incredible Hulk. Okay, so this is actually to see if the movies have already peaked at the first movie and they just progressively get worse, or did something else happen? I'm going to go with... They're going to get better. Yeah? Yeah, well, I, yeah. I hope so, because if they keep prog- progressively getting worse, we have a long, terrible time ahead of us. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, let's say put a number out for where we should think Iron Man 2 should be ranked. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I want to discuss it just a little bit because i have a real problem with this movie like how to rank it Uh it's like as part of the mcu as Uh a whole i really like it because it's pointing towards all the other movies that are coming up and the right but as a movie by itself it doesn't hold up for the exact same reason it's pointing towards all these other things you literally need all the other movies in order to make it exactly yeah yeah which um, kind of fits, like, given how a lot of these other movies are nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of them have that other thing that they've already been built on and, you know, referencing other movies. Um, but sometimes it can be annoying because it kind of takes you out away from that individual movie itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I see exactly where you're coming from. You know, I kind of have that same problem with other movies, too. So, yeah. So for me, I would put it in second place because it's not a standalone movie like... Iron Man, the first Iron Man, but better than Incredible Hulk, it does have more obvious connections to the wider MCU. Yeah, so, like it's a good middle ground between those those two movies we've already reviewed. I agree. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. All right, so Iron Man two currently in second place behind Iron Man one. Iron Man one. Incredible and ahead of the Incredible Hulk. Yes. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. So, I think that does it for Iron Man 2. Yes, I think so, too. So, uh, we'll be back next time with the first part of Thor. The Mighty Avenger, or Thor. (laughs) Just Thor. Just Thor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, This was the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Iron Man 2, Part 3. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. (laughs) 